0: Greetings to everyone across the globe, wherever you are. Hopefully that you join us to this uh, brand new show uh, that is to look at matters, dealing with football on the continent. Uh, we love our continent. We love the game. Former players are here. Administrators are here. And also journalists are here. My name is Elasto Lungu Kapoeja. Great to be with you. And uh, hopefully, yes, you enjoy Our discussion as we look at uh, football on the continent in this show, like I said, this is African football. But uh, I'm not alone, usually. I'm always with my great colleagues, those who have played the game before, those who are writing about the game, and the ones that are administrating the game. And I would want to introduce uh, them to you. Velile Munyandu. Award-winning journalist. My brother, good to see you. Thank you. Thank you, Alastair. Yes. Timothy Badabaire, all the way from Uganda. Former footballer. Former captain of Bloomfontein Celtics. Yes, the defender who defended with all his life, playing for the Ugandan cranes. Timothy Welcome. The one who couldn't pay thank, the you, thank you. He said he was on the verge of going to Ka chief. But uh, it, it wasn't to be. But uh, gentlemen, we have to I know you're always here with me. We've worked together, but uh, today we've been graced by one very important uh, administrator. Uh, the list goes on and on and on if I look at what she's achieved, if I look at who she is at the moment. Uh, recently elected as the first female president of the Federation of African University of Sports, FASO. Miss Nomsa Manfangu. Ma'am, welcome.
1: Good evening, gentlemen, and to everyone across the globe.
0: We are highly, highly honoured and privileged to have a person of your stature, Uh, discussing football matters. We are always having these guys here. And today, and that's what we want. Uh, And today you've just uh, decided to pay us a visit in your busy schedule and just to share with us your experiences in this game that we love the most. I know that uh, you only don't do football. You've got so many other sporting codes that ourselves, we can't even touch, we don't even know about. But today we are going to a little bit confine you into the space of football. But first of all, I want to say congratulations for this amazing, amazing uh, position that you are now occupying as the female, the first female president of FASO. How does it feel?
1: Well, um, one is delighted, excited, but it also poses a challenge to say, now that I'm the first one, what is it that I need to do to ensure that there's more women but over and above having more women, I think it's it's a challenge to African universities to say we need to start contributing more to sport in our continent because we tend to want solutions in all other continents when we have so many big universities in our continent that can do research to ensure that this performance improvement because I think at the end of the day, each and every nation, when they go to a competition, they want to win. So it is for us as FASU to start reaching out to clubs, to FAs, to say, here we are, this is what we can do for you. How do we collaborate?
0: You've been involved in football. Uh, I think almost every position as well. You've been at SAFA as an NEC member. You've heard position as well at calf level. Uh, you are someone who's been a match commissioner, almost everything. Maybe a coach as well at one stage. I don't know. Maybe a coach. <laughs> uh, so we we we've got someone who's knowledgeable, who understands the game, I mean every aspect of it all. And you've been involved in women's football as well. Uh, and and how do you see the progress, uh, especially in your country? South Africa. We seem now. We've just recently witnessed Banyana Banyana qualifying for the World Cup. We saw the under seventeen as well participating at the World Cup level. Is the progress that? Are you satisfied with the progress that is happening thus far?
1: Well, I think there has been progress made, but it's it's very slow. It is my opinion and belief that we could have been very far, but obviously the naysayers will say. No, it's because of this reason and the other. Mm. But it is the role that corporate South Africa needs to play in women's sport Mm. because continuously challenges that are being faced in sport in one way or the other have something to do with funding. So I Mm. think it's about time that corporate citizens of this continent must invest in its women because, as you know, there are more women than men. <laughs> but when it comes, you know, that's why there's polygamy. <laughs> oh.
0: Don't tell Vili that I'm polygamy, please. <laughs> My, I'm a product of polygamy. <laughs> oh. My father so,
2: had four wives, easy. so oh, wow. you, you should, yeah, you should, you should yeah. discredit it. Uh, so <laughs> in <laughs>
1: essence, it means uh, corporates in the continent need to invest more in women mm-hmm. so that we can be able to grow And I think um, about four years ago, I was having a conversation with a colleague and I was saying, if we were to invest correctly in our teams, the one team can be highly likely to win a World Cup if you give them all the resources can be Banyana Banyana, Mm. not Bafana Bafana. Mm. Not that I'm being biased, but look at the progress that Banyana Banyana has made over the years. And look at how the players themselves have developed with no professional league, Mm -hmm. with, I can't say 100% support. Because at the end of the day, they are not earning the same amount of money as their male counterparts. So I think as a nation, we need to sit back and say, where do we invest? And apologies to my male counterparts, <laughs> but I don't see Bafana Bafana even winning AFCON. <laughs> but
0: Fe-le, Fe-le, Fe-le. I can see you are laughing there in that
2: corner. The issue is that I would like to uh, even get into that space because Bafana Bafana have not been paid for the past five matches they've played. <coughs> so, uh, no, but not, she's uh, just
0: talking. She's uh, just talk no, 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 no.
2: I'm
1: just saying. I, okay. I'm no, just but, talking principle. Yes, yeah, I don't okay. want okay. to talk nitpickeries no, no, no. of what
0: happens where. But, 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 but Miss Matlangu raised an important uh, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, point mm-hmm. w- when she talks about the challenges, Velile, that uh, women's football is facing. Uh, where she mentioned the issue of corporate sponsorship. Uh Even now, she mentioned the point of um, that uh, it's more likely a, a Banyana team if given the same resources as Bafana, might surprise and win the World Cup compared to Bafana. Now, in terms of the competitive nature, you look at uh, men's football, where Bafana is right now. And you look at women's football, where not a lot of countries maybe would compete, where Banyana is. uh, But I think Banyana has done very well. Uh, If you look at uh, the Kosafa back-to-back qualifying for the World Cup, I think we should give credit where it's due. But is it a a, a fair comparison uh, between Banyana and Bafana looking at maybe the number of games that Banyana would play, the opponents, uh, the qualification processes that Bafana would go through? But again, do we need to look at that comparison or we just need to look at Banyana and try to assist and meet them uh, at the point where these challenges are facing them?
2: Look, uh, there's always this debate. And uh, I think also maybe uh, through the qualification process that Banyana Banyana has also gone through, but also I would not like to compare the two. Yes. Um, because, you know, with all their challenges, Banyana Banyana, but they remain one of the most privileged national teams in their space on the continent. Yes. If you were just to look here next door, uh, I've been to training sessions of the Zimbabwean team.
0: Hey, I thought you were going to mention the <laughs> countries.
2: <laughs> Why <laughs> mention Zimbabwe? No, no, no. This one is wearing orange. This one is wearing yellow. This one is wearing red. And this is one national team. You understand? So, and when I look at our national team, and I think also credit to the sponsor that has been with uh, Banyana for a very long time in Sasol. 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 Yeah. Because if it was not for Sasol, um, I don't think Banyana Banyana would have achieved what they're achieving. Mm-hmm. But I want to go back uh, because it's also for the first time I it was only over the phone that I got to speak to her and congratulate... She's here! Uh, Congratulations, our <laughs> she's pre- here! Our, our president, yes yeah? First female president. <laughs> yes, because... For FASO. For FASO. Oh, my you. You know, uh, in 2011, uh, for the first time I travelled with um, the, the University Sports Africa team to the World Student Games. And when I got there, it was in Shenzhen, in China. You know, <clears throat> there was a lane. That was, you know, And remember at that time, we had this uh, World Cup mentality. Yes. You know, there was a lane that was dedicated just for the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you're driving in those cars there, uh, there's even a channel. You know, that you get to watch there. Um, I went there with the team, with some colleagues from SABC as well. And I remember the following year it was the London Olympics, 2012, yeah. and I was going to cover the, 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 the mm-hmm. those Olympics. The swimming team of Netherlands, was it, was it, it, it was exactly the same team. In fact, the regalia that they were wearing, mm. uh, the track, the track tops, and yeah. it, it was Netherlands Olympics 2012.
1: Mm.
2: Now they were using those World Student Games. To prepare, you know. and For the Olympics. Yes. And I remember, I think our girls, they played against Russia. Because at that time, they didn't have a men's team, Um the USA team. It was only the girls. And let me tell you, Noko Matro was part of that team. Amanda Lamini mm-hmm. was part I of that mean, team. Yes. Um I can't, I can't remember, but I think there were three, four players. Mm-hmm. The assistant coach of, uh, in fact, of Kesha uh, Mkonza was... And um, it, it was uh, Jerry Laka it, 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 because he was the assistant coach to the to the Banyana Banyana team. But it's somebody who was coming from this. So what I'm trying to say is that the university system in the country has played a big role in terms of transforming Banyana to what they are today. Mm-hmm. That's why when people talk about that. Uh, banyana banyana in terms of qualifications in terms of uh, academically how progressive they are but you cannot just say that there's a structure that's behind that yeah you know and that structure is is, 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 uni- is is university sport so if all the football associations because we're talking football here yes. were to embrace this partnership with um, the the their university arm the yes. you know we would be
0: far but sometimes
2: people don't want to give credit where it is
0: true. I think, Tim, to just bring you there, um, this issue of um, the invest I know you went to university, uh, one of the Leonard players. Now, th- there's this varsity football... And I saw, I, I yeah. saw Tim Uganda yeah.
2: there. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. this varsity
0: football of... now yeah. Yeah. Th- that is currently happening where we are seeing, you know, many players as well coming through. Yeah. That What do you think uh, the importance of what Vele is talking about, uh, you can see with Banyana that many players came through that system. Now the varsity, what do you think, is it the way, I, is it the future I, I for, for, for it's, football? It's
3: the best thing that can happen to football and uh, not to go far, we can pick a leaf from uh, rugby and, uh, and uh, cricket in this country, South Africa. You're looking at Broomfonte and I think it's, uh, there's that great uh, college that uh, great college. college that has uh, specialized in producing one of the best uh, rugby players, and the beauty of it, if you look at the administrative structure of rugby, you're getting uh, these former players who have gone to school uh, becoming the administrators managers in these uh, various rugby teams and it's no surprise that rugby in this country is performing well, and that's what is lacking in football. Uh, if we can get uh, those former players that have been at the university you're getting a finished product that can either choose to continue playing football mm-hmm. and having a career in football administration uh, vis-a-vis playing, uh, so that you don't have that lack in management or in administration, what you lack, what you need, uh, you know, to to poster this uh, game of football going forward. Now, if you look at what uh, Verri really mentioned, you're looking at a Netherlands team that was using the University Games as preparation for Olympics. The Olympics yes. uh, we can as well do the same, but the key is, what is the purpose, what is the idea that we need as African teams, as African football federations, what do we need to achieve uh, as a generation? Uh, uh, we always look at the short-term benefit of our administration or what we want to achieve. We don't need to, we are not always focused to set up a generation structure that can live after we have left. So that is very key. If we look at players playing football, uh, and then getting into administration that is very key. And then clubs also can look at recruiting more of players while the universities they are easy to manage, they are mm-hmm. easy to guide, and that can rub off. They are easy the to re- coach, they are <laughs> easy to coach. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> to to coach. Very,
0: it's always very easy. Okay, I want to bring, um, ma'am here this issue, um, in football how feasible, how how accepting are clubs to the idea. Of going to recruit in universities and also uh, us as players, myself as a former player, I was faced with a choice. When I was going to school, I was told at home that, "Hey, you know what? You can't do both." Uh, yes,
1: I think we mm. we need to get to a point as a nation, or in fact, as Africans. Education is non-negotiable. Mm. Education is key for everyone, mm. and. You all know that football is a very short career. Anything can happen. Therefore, it is my dream that someday when a team walks onto the pitch, all of them are graduates. Because you see, wow. if, if you are sure. coaching a team of educated people, it is easy for you to coach them because they understand analysis Some of them, you would have to give them their match and say, go home and analyse your own performance. But if a player is not educated, that player cannot be able to analyse. But for me, it doesn't start at university. It all starts at primary school. When I grew up, there was this myth that if you are good enough in football, then you are dumb at school. It's a myth. And it is our responsibility to discard that particular myth to say my daughter, my son can be able to play football and can be able to excel academically. Mm. Because if you were to go and check your records on the team that won the 1995 Rugby World Cup, go and check how many of them are graduates. Mm. That would really help. Because, you see, we need to get to a point where we all understand the importance of education in society, because a whole lot of the social ills that we tend to face, it's because our people are not educated.
0: No, definitely. Um, OK, I, I think there was a little bit of the, the male part because we, we want them to hear this, uh, you know, footballers, you know, those those that are sparring to be one day be professionals that are at schools because as we grew up ourselves we had to choose one but uh, I think what we are saying is that you can do both actually okay. yeah. yeah so so hopefully we'll see that and what do you think of uh, the varsity football do you think is the step in the right direction to try to come to that point of doing both. Yeah, Are you happy with the facet football? Which is facet? You know what you no, know. no, there's uh, football uh, happening at the football, facet. Yes. the
1: league that is, uh, that's yes. happening. I think I, I've got my own pros and cons okay. on it. Okay. And I think the pros, it's, it's a great platform for our players mm-hmm. to show our talent. Secondly, it gives our professional teams an opportunity To look and follow up on talent and be able to take them to their clubs. But my biggest gripe about the whole thing is who exactly makes the bugs? Mm. And that, that's probably a debate for okay. another, another day. Another day, yeah. No, it's
0: fine. We don't want to I, touch them. I don't
1: want no, to touch No, it's fine. To I just
0: Otherwise, want, yeah. if you want to touch, I can help. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I want, I want us, <laughs> before she goes, before, before Nomsa leaves us, I just want us to touch more about uh, the female side of, of, of things here. Now, when it comes to female coaches, administrators, where do you think it's necessary that uh, female coaches should be? given a platform in coaching male teams or they must just coach female female teams?
1: I think they should because, remember, I'm a senior director at a university. I'm not only directing women's sport. Mm -hmm. I'm directing both men and women's sport. The challenge that we face as a nation is that uh, before people look at me as a human being, Mm -hmm. they look at me as a female, which is wrong. Mm-hmm. And that in itself creates a number of hindrances yes. for me to be able to perform. But what I can say to all my sisters out there is that nothing is impossible. You can do it as long as you believe in yourself. And the most important thing for us as women who find ourselves in leadership position, it's never about you. It's about all other women. Because mm-hmm. if Norm Samasangu fails then it closes an opportunity for Zanele who's supposed to come after me because Zanele is going to be judged on my actions. It therefore means that when you are given that particular opportunity to either coach, to either administer, you need to bring 200% to the table.
0: Mm, many administrators, many coaches, female coaches, I heard that Germany's, I in the under-17s, have just appointed the first female coach to coach the male team is it something that uh, you think you as journalists would welcome such kind of appointments? Ah, oh, look, this is not something new. I mean, mm-hmm. we
2: had uh, just here in the ABC Municipal, yes. Uh, yes. Alexandra United, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as a female coach. Did it work out? Yeah, well, it lasted over a season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it tells you that... Um, at least
0: it's something. So they can be encouraged to yeah, come yeah, in yeah, and, and coach male yes, teams. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. because we've got administrators. Yeah, because,
2: that. you know, I know coaches. I mm-hmm. know a few female coaches who can coach better than guys that I know. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: it's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <laughs> fact. Okay. You know, because, yeah. because, well, also, yeah, because so also this thing is about, is,
2: is about how you, yeah. you apply it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I know that uh, when she left the team, it was all those issues of nah, but, you know, uh, no, she can enter here, mm-hmm.
1: but mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> she had maintained the team almost got promotion. Mm. You know, yeah, they so. almost won the log, yeah, yeah. uh, the, the, the league title uh, 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 that particular year. Mm. So, for me, uh, look, if someone deserves. Um, and then has shown... Irrespective uh, of gender. Yeah, irrespective yeah. of For gender. Give that person... Me, it's,
3: yeah. it's all best about team. the structure. If, mm-hmm. if Noms are in charge of, uh, you know, the FASU, she's the leader, and she sees a potential candidate who is female mm-hmm. uh, to steer the team. Uh, I, I, I don't why see not? any reason why she can't uh, give her the opportunity to take it and support mm-hmm. her all the way. For me, it's all about uh, what you bring on the table and uh, vis-a-vis, you know, uh, male coaches have failed but have been rehired over and over a yes. time. I think I, I I totally agree that if we have got uh, desire, uh, for example, she has taken Banyana Banyana to great heights, qualified for the World Cup for, the first, yes. uh, you know, for the first time. So if she's willing and able uh, to put her name in the heart to, co- to coach Keza Chiefs, why not? I think she qualifies too. And,
2: and just look back at the last outcome uh, Al- uh, in, Ga- yes. in Ghana. Dezre Ellis was the only female coach there. Mm-hmm. And she was up against male coaches. Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah, yeah, but now...
2: And it's now history that uh, she's the
0: coach of the year. Yeah, she, she won the coach and of the year. And she qualified for the World Cup. Mm, we you know, know for we the know, first time. For yeah. the time. Yeah. But now, uh, if you look at it now, uh, the female game, where in terms of coaching, slowly but surely, they are also getting rid of male coaches right uh, I see the under 17 uh, for South Africa there's a female a female and looks like we're moving in that direction where it's a clean up no go area for males but, but why is that? But it's, yes.
1: it's only fair mm-hmm. because women have never been given the opportunity So it's before. about creating those opportunities it's, for, it's, the, for the females. For me, it's about creating mm. those opportunities. Mm. But opportunities must not be created at national team level only mm-hmm. because as a university, we have a women's team and my team was the first team to ever win the USA Championships, mm. coached by a woman mm. and they are coached by Jabuli Lebalui. The thing is, we need to give opportunities so that we can get to a point where we say now we are going to equality. At the moment, we have to apply equity because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we've been left behind for so many years.
0: Mm. So, so, okay. Now, you, you, are, you are the president of FASO. Now, in other African countries, how challenging is it for the girl child to just be participating in sport?
1: I think it's not about other countries. It is the same in our own country. Because it looks
0: like South Africa, you, you, you've made no, progress.
1: Not, not at all. You see, when
0: you go to Malawi, when you go to Zambia.
1: You see, the, the challenge is that when you speak about South Africa, you tend to speak about the urban areas. Mm-hmm. In rural areas, it's still a challenge. I know for a fact, if I'm going to a football meeting in KZN, if I were to wear my pants, there are people that will not speak to me. So for me to be able to get a hearing from my male counterparts who are traditionally Zulu, I must be wearing a or toy dress. Otherwise are we they still will living not... in, the, in this yes. kind of times. <laughs> let, let me tell
2: you something. Uh, I've got a journalist in Limpopo. Um, she was told by this one particular uh, PSL team, hmm. um, that no, don't come here wearing a skirt because of da 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 da. Hmm. You understand? And this is in 2018. Oh, you understand? No, so I, I, I we're, thought, we're I thought South Africa, we're, we're, you we're you talking would about
0: elite on, level, elite, elite level. Like no, one. no, we don't know the name, <laughs> they don't deserve to be yeah. mentioned. Continue, <laughs> ma'am. Yes,
1: no, but but you see. As I said earlier on, it is the responsibility of society to change the narrative for the girl child. Mm-hmm. Because continuously, when we grew up after school, yes. I had to run home because I needed to go do my chores. But my brother didn't have mm-hmm. to run home to do his chores. Mm-hmm. He could easily get his soccer boots and go play football. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Therefore, now, as the generations are changing, me and you are parents now. Yes. It is our responsibility to give the same opportunities to both boys and girls. And again, religion is another issue where women are told you can't do this, you can't do that. And until such time that as people, we embrace the differences that we have, but over and above embracing the differences, we need to find a way of accelerating The woman, the girl in terms of sport.
0: Okay, Uh, Fasu, what do you intend to achieve with Fasu over your four years that you're going to be presiding over them?
1: Wow. One, it is to unite the African continent. You all know in our continent there's politics of anglophone, francophone. (laughs) Oh, but (laughs) from one
0: country can have that kind of a challenge. One country.
1: Uh But from the elections, mm-hmm. it showed that there was no Francophone, there was no Anglophone. How do you do
0: it? By the way? Uh, when FIFA... You must teach FIFA. How FIFA is struggling. How do you do it? Because, it's,
2: uh, it's, it's been difficult previously for South African candidates. It,
3: it is the highest level universities. You're talking about a universal village.
1: It's, it's, it's all about mm. conversations. Mm. You mm. know, I, I always say to people, nothing beats a proper conversation and you need to stop looking at each other as different people who are the same the only thing yeah. is we speak different languages but also it's our responsibility as well to try and learn french i know it's a difficult <laughs> language mm-hmm. i struggle with my french mm-hmm. but we have to learn but over and above that something that is important is the vision for the structure what do we want to achieve Mm. because it doesn't matter whether you're anglophone or francophone what Mm. is it that you want to achieve Mm. Mm. i think first and foremost we need to rebrand ourselves as a structure secondly we need to ensure that we look attractive Mm -hmm. i'm sure other people in other countries don't even know what Fasu is for sure Uh, And it is our responsibility Mm. to take FASU to the people. Mm. It is also our responsibility to go and knock at government doors and say, your universities are not affiliated. Can you please affiliate them? And these are the benefits. Because at the end of the day, for me, this is a global learning platform. Mm. As Velile was talking about the World Student Games, this is where people can get experience that you cannot buy from anywhere. Mm-hmm. So for us as a collective with my executive is to ensure that in the next FASU General Assembly, yes. we at least have 50 member states as our members. At mm. the moment, we're standing at 39.
0: Mm. Okay, lastly, before I let you go, after FASU, any ambitions of becoming CAF president?
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> For I what think, you've uh, achieved, uh, you can. You know, I've I've always said to people, I don't know how many of you are Christians. Mm-hmm. It is good to dream, but at times you must never share your dreams with other
3: people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. I'm, Joseph. Yes. I talk of Joseph. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. So I've got my own ambitions, yes. I've got my own dreams mm-hmm. and I still want to do the things that could not been done, but women. And I believe that in my journey, I'll be able to take more women. Because I usually say to my mentors, Mm. I want you, mentees, in fact, I want you to do better than I did, Mm. because I'm giving you the opportunities that were never given Mm. to me. I've had to fend and fight for myself every day. But for you, I will pave the path for you. You just have to walk.
2: (laughs) I'm sure you'll agree with me um, that as much as we also talk football, but if we we look into the space of athletics in South Africa, mm-hmm. that uh, you look at Wade Fanekek, mm-hmm. uh and also that's where she comes from, at UOFs. Mm. You look at Castas Mania, mm-hmm. Tux, yep. then Beke. You look at uh, Akane Simbini. Mm-hmm. Um, attacks. yes, uh,
1: Rashwell Sumai UJ. How can you UJ? 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 Aha,
2: <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. the list uh-huh. is endless, uh-huh. you know. But so, so you you, you find that without um a tertiary institution, this athlete doesn't exist mm. in the competitive space, yeah. you know. So, which was going to be my question that maybe, um, we're going to see maybe Faso engaging more with um the athletics, the football, uh, continental bodies? Mm.
1: We will be engaging more. And just to share, because the focus of the show is football, FISU has introduced a football world league for universities. Now, it means as Africa, we need to play and get one winner who will go and represent Africa Mm. in this world league. But the number of slots we will get is also dependent on the countries that are going to compete. Mm. So, in essence, it means African universities must wake up, unlike at FIFA, where it's predetermined. <laughs> With us, this side, we are able to, mm. to negotiate. So, I think greater things are coming, mm-hmm. and universities within the continent must just embrace and let's walk this journey and enjoy life.
0: All right. Nom Samashango, President of FASO, we want to thank you for coming to our show. We learned that we can be able to play football and at the same time be in the classrooms and study. Thank you, ma'am, and we wish you all the best in this position. We want to see more universities getting involved, more females, girl child playing all kinds of sports. So we can only say thank you and all the best.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: All right, that was uh, Nomsa Matlangu. Uh, The show is This is African Football. (laughs)